This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Yes, this is the Halftime Show and Umar Adouri is away as we ring in the New Year celebrations. It is a few more days till uh, 2019 and a very busy time. Now, usually this is the time of the year when you think, OK, there's no football going on, there's no cricket going on, there's no sports, so there's only a couple of games that are worth talking about. And so I initially had planned uh, to uh, to play or, or, or do a little bit of a decade review in the world of sports. We'll still do that later on in the programme, though, uh, but we'll definitely start off with some news headlines when it came to... Or comes to the world of sports i am abdul karim hanif host of morning much this usually but filling in the shoes of umar adouri uh, as we keep you entertained and informed this afternoon with the world of sports so where should we start we can start off with the world of var it was a bit of a controversial game a lot of people had different opinions about the encounter liverpool are still reigning at the top but you know not without a bit of a drama uh, and a lot of people especially michael owen had to uh, jump in and have his say on twitter so many people uh, were getting involved in the discussion so we'll be talking about that if you've got any particular opinion about it do get involved in the text lines 4215 then we'll look at the globe soccer awards that took place here in the united arab emirates best coach of the year was also announced best uh, uh, player of the year also announced so so much has been going on a very busy time for the world of football uh, and then after that we will do a little bit of a decade in review because obviously 2019 drawing to close uh, we need to look at what's coming up in the world of 2020 because uh, we'll do a little bit of a, a tennis review we will do a little bit of a, a different sports that we'll talk about so so much to look forward to get involved on the text lines 4215 uh, this is the halftime show with myself abdul karim honey filling in for omar Adouri. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves to find it. What's it going? This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Yes, of course. Better than nice is the strike for Liverpool. Sadio Mane was the hero for Liverpool as they extended their lead on top of the Premier League table with a 13-point lead. And uh, yes, it came with a bit of drama. It came with a little bit of uh, controversial decisions when it comes to the video assistant referee. Uh, Wolves uh, had their goal denied as uh, they tried to equalise. In fact, they tried to uh, to to secure their valuable points against uh, Liverpool and uh, so many people had uh, different opinions about this as well everyone got involved in the discussion even Michael Owen had to say something about uh, the decision uh, what is going on in the world of uh, uh, of football as well because it is something that everyone um, gets uh, gets very hyped up about uh, football and uh, and uh, in the, he said on Twitter saying that totally disagree with most people on this offside VAR debate like goal line technology it's black and white one inch or one yard over the line it doesn't matter the line has to be drawn somewhere yes it's tough on those who are just told who are only just offside but I'm sorry 
that's life and VAR obviously came into the fore uh, during uh, the football world cup but one big difference is that the referee would actually go into the dugout and look at the decision himself but here he relies uh, predominantly on the decision made in the in the studios uh, or in the VAR room uh, but then, yeah, their goal was disallowed with, with a marginal offside by Johnny after Pedro Neto had drilled his shot into the bottom left corner uh, at the stroke of half time as well to get that valuable uh, equaliser. Liverpool actually had loads of chances to extend their lead. Mohamed Salah, Roberto Firmino coming close either side of the break, but uh, Wolves were really, uh, uh, you know, charged up and, um, uh, you know, Wolves fans are very frustrated at the moment uh, greeting referee Anthony Taylor with a roar of boos on his re-entry to the pitch after the halftime break they sang of their and they actually continued singing of the disapproval of the VAR system as frustrations actually continued in the second half as well um, we've seen uh, these closed offside calls uh, where Norwich striker Timu Puki and Crystal Palace forward Wilfred Zaha were also victims of these calls and um, it is going to be a big uh, big question mark and Gary Lineker also tweeting and saying thoughts are with football at this difficult time now get involved on the world of VAR now there's so many times and I think a lot of England fans will talk about Frank Lampard briefly again uh, especially that goal that strike when uh, I'm remembering the 2010 Football World Cup encounter against Germany. That strike, when it clearly did go over the line, had England got that goal, we would have seen a different result because momentum shifts, people get built up, and when you get these frustrating reviews going or decisions going against you, the entire morale, the entire willingness to play goes down, or even sometimes you get so frustrated that you're playing in a very emotional manner uh, and that you actually uh, lose concentration of what you're meant to be doing. You stop executing your plans. because you're so emotional and want to vent your frustration out on the pitch and that that's exactly what happens and so tough luck for Wolf, uh, Wolverhampton uh, it was a little bit of uh, an upsetting uh, New Year's uh, Eve celebrations let's say um, but another person who is going to be uh, slightly concerned is Mikel Arteta uh, after that uh, old habits uh, die hard as his homecoming party uh, for Mikel Arteta at Arsenal turned into uh, a wake in a matter of painful minutes as what international media continues to describe it as um, Chelsea certainly uh, stealing that thunder over there uh, another big aspect is um, Manuel Pellegrini has now been shown the door uh, and uh, and he's going to be replaced by David Moyes who's been appointed as West Ham manager and will return for his second spell at the club Manuel Pellegrini Uh, after the uh, 2-1 home defeat against Leicester is going to be going home and it's going to be very upsetting and a very uh, challenging new year ahead for him as well so not the best of all starts or best of all ends to 2019 for him
Well, well, this was a little bit of a football recap for you when it comes to the Premier League. So much has been happening. Join this debate of VAR. Uh, if, if, if I were to wear the, uh, the expert's hat, if we could say that, it is so important to get this uh, technology out there. If the world of cricket has uh, the third umpire, if rugby's got it, we're talking 5G. We're going so fast in the world of technology that you definitely needed this in football. And even if it was closest to full margins, even if the software decided that, yes, he was offside, but he technically wasn't, let it be. Let let's the world of football survive. And uh, I'm sure I'll have a lot of haters at the moment. But uh, that's what it is. Rules are there at the moment and they are surely there to stay. And we will do a little bit of a recap or review of the decade and also talk about how uh, VAR came into, f- into play. Well, time now for us to take a bit of a short break. And uh, when we come back, we'll be talking uh, and celebrating performances right here on the morning. Uh, on, in fact, uh, the, uh, the halftime show. I'm so used to saying morning mindless isn't it i want to go back it's the early starts and getting so involved with the morning show uh, that omar abdouri um you know halftime show is is fun but I, i'm gonna go back i gotta go back how about that well stay tuned to pulse 95 have your say on the matter this is the afternoon of sports with the halftime show you're listening to pulse 95 oh he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar al on Pulse95. Nice strike! Yes, better than nice is when you get the awards for your uh, performances on the pitch. And uh, here in the United Arab Emirates, we hosted another Globe Soccer Awards. Now, this was the 11th edition of it. And it drew to a conclusion with great success over this the beginning of this week. It was a two-day session that saw the most influential personalities in the world of international football appear on stage at the conference and also discussed uh, the most current issues in the football world. Um, this year, 17 were, awards were presented during the Globe Soccer Evening event, which saw the Portuguese champion Cristiano Ronaldo honoured for the sixth time as the best men's player of the year. Cristiano once again wins the top prize in acknowledgement uh, of his success during the season, uh, winning in Italy with Juventus and also in Europe with the UEFA Nations League uh, for Portugal. But this was not only Cristiano's year. Joining him on stage in the UAE to receive an award dedicated to the best athletes at the international level was also uh, uh, the moment of the English champion Lucy Bronze, who for the first time in the UAE raised the award allocated to Best Women's Player of the Year award as well. So much was given uh, uh, to uh, to a number of people and uh, recognising their work now for the best coach of the year this year it was Jurgen Klopp who was chosen first among the finalists nominated by the Globe Soccer Awards jury already winner of FIFA's the best football coach award for 2019 the German coach has continued to uh, stack up an impressive array of awards as Liverpool's manager but winning the UEFA Champions League UEFA Super Cup and even the FIFA Club World Cup and we're only 
only a few games away, let's say, uh, where Liverpool, if they continue this current form, they're going to cement their position to be lifting that Premier League title after 30 years. And it was no coincidence that Liverpool Football Club were given the three club finalists uh, selected by the European Club Association and once again recognised this year its best club of the year. Uh, goalkeeper Alison Becker, holder of the best goalkeeper of the year award, uh, bagged it again for the second consecutive year. So, so much had been going on. Uh, in the Arab region, uh, we saw uh, Al Hilal, a football club from Saudi Arabia, nominated and uh, given the award as the best Arab club of the year. Moroccan striker and leading figure of the Saudi club, Al Nasser Abdurazak Hamdallah, was also given the award for the best Arab player of the year award. Best academy of the year, looking at that AFC Ajax, that they, that's what they got. Um, uh, and uh, sadly, you know, just going to voice that frustration. No awards were given out to uh, uh, any of uh, Newcastle United's players or a club at all. Very upsetting. But not to worry, this is uh, all about recognising efforts and recognising achievements. And in line with recognising all that achievements, Halftime Show is now going to pay tribute to the sporting greats and legends. How about that? Uh, We'll take a bit of a short break and when we come back, we are going to do a little bit of a sporting review. We're going to be looking at how the decade is now going in uh, and uh, well, the new decade is going to start and what has been happening on the world of sports, particularly combat sports, cricket and football. How about that? Let's do it. Stay tuned to Pulse 95. So much to get through this morning. Uh, In fact, this afternoon, as we continue to keep you updated and informed. Uh, We are going to be right back after the short break. Stay tuned to Pulse 95. You're You're listening listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Yes, welcome back to halftime show with Umar Duri, but uh, he is uh, on a well-deserved break at the moment and it is going to be with myself Abdul Karim Hanif as I keep you updated and informed throughout this afternoon with the world of sports now let's have a look at uh, the little bit of a, uh, a review of the world of sports let's do tennis and football in this segment. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a, a decade review because it's such an important uh, moment for all of us um, because, you know, the sporting legends rise and fall continues and it's been a, a great, remarkable period of time, especially when you look at uh, uh, other sportsmen such as Rory McIlroy. This was their year. Uh, and yes, he's a golfer. And yes, it is... Uh, it is a moment to be celebrating achievements of uh, particular individuals but McElroy emerged as this new kid on the block and now has become such a household name and this is what we believe Stefanos Tsitsipas is going to be even though he played the final against uh, Rafael Nadal and he staged a very good competitive spirit there in the Mabadala World Tennis Championships but uh, he's, he's a man 
he's only 21 and you can't rule him out at the moment and he is the guy that is going to dominate the headlines in this period between 2010 and 2020 there really were these four players uh, who took the center stage and limelight uh, of the center court and uh, sometimes referred to as the big four ideally it's been the big three uh, with roger federer novak Djokovic, and rafael nadal and then andy murray uh, joining uh, the uh, the battle for supremacy in the world of tennis. Uh, it was in January 2018 the Swiss legend stormed into history books with his 20th Grand Slam title. And with this current form, you can always expect him to grab uh, hold a few more at the moment. Spain's Nadal, the winner of the Mabadala World Tennis Championships, uh, has been following with 19 Grand Slams and then the Serbian star Djokovic with 18 the big three remains at the top of the uh, ATP titles tally and their reign at the top could have been challenged by Andy Murray, who has 46 titles under his belt. However, with now all four of them in their 30s, you could say that the era is now coming to an end. Definitely. Now, tennis fans can uh, keep an eye on Stefano Tsitsipas and Sasha Zverev for sure. Uh, and this is going to be uh, the, they're the young and rising stars of the world of tennis and something that they and for sure they are set to become household names in the future. Now let's move on to football. It's been what a decade it has been. Uh, you know, we've had changes in the rules. We had new winners who joined the record books as well. You know, for, for me, I would say it was the 2015-16 season where Leicester joined the list of six winners of the English Premier League title uh, with the first top-level football championship to place their name in the history books. And they did it without any major names uh, in, in, in their squad. It was a fairy tale season for the East Midlands side as they finished top of the table with 81 points. While they attracted praise from different parts of the world, this achievement has at times been referred to as the greatest sporting story of all time. So certainly been a big decade for for them as, as they uh, continued their form this season. But BBC recently did a little bit of a poll and found out uh, the best moment of the decade. They gave a couple of options. Rooney's overhead kick versus Manchester City. Aguero's uh, goal that really sealed their points and valuable points for Manchester City to take that title. Uh, and Le- Le- Leicester City's coronation, of course, uh, being uh, among the uh, the options. Liverpool's Champions League comeback against Barcelona. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so a couple of options were were there and of course Aguero's last minute goal and Leicester City's coronation got the uh, uh, the most votes Leicester City winning by 38% of the polls and Aguero's last minute goal and Heroics in 2012 uh, got the 29% of people voting for it by the BBC's little poll uh, when you look at other uh, players, it was definitely dominated by Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo at the moment walking away with the Globe Soccer uh, Award as well. Uh, I think for the UAE, the big uh, achievement was playing host to the Asia Cup for the second time. 
and was also the first time it was played with 24 teams uh, but their campaign ended during the semi-finals uh, after the loss to the winners of the tournament and the winners in fact became uh, the the lifters of that asia cup for the first time as well in their history uh, bahrain winning the gulf cup for the first time certainly a, a, a moment to cherish for this part of the world and of course when it comes to technology the video assistant referee system came into play during the 2018 world cup and was brought uh, introduced into the football leagues across the world very quickly from there on its effectiveness has been deba- debated extensively but what we can say is that this was the biggest change in football of the decade and really uh, has changed a lot of uh, viewership trends as well it was also in this decade that fifa announced the 2026 world cup will be played with 48 teams this will surely change the viewership trends of the tournament and the sport as whole uh but do you think a 48 team world cup is going to be too long because you know the current world cup certain games you tend to avoid you think oh, okay I'll, I'll miss this one it's, it's, it's okay you know um but yeah join in this debate text lines are open 4215 as we continue this conversation we are going to take a bit of a short break and then we will do a little bit of a, a sport decade review for the world of crickets and of course track and field and combat sports so much going on uh, right here on the halftime show as we celebrate the end of the decade and uh, we continue uh, to keep you informed with the world of sports uh, this afternoon right here on pulse 95 you're listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 this is the halftime show with omar adouri Yes, we're into the final show and final segment of the final show for the year 2019 and we are going to be gearing up for 2020 and it's only right that we do a little bit of a decade in review for the world of sports because so much has been going on. We just did football uh, and let's move on to the world of combat sports before we go into cricket. Now, combat sports this year was the year or this decade was the time when a lot of people got involved uh, and glued to the screen because uh you know guess what conor mcgregor decided to get into the world of the uh, of the boxing ring and say you know i'm going to challenge the undefeated mr mayweather as well but that gave a chance for a lot of people uh, to cash in on this massive demand and also for a lot of people to go into the hotels and different fnb venues because in the uae these games were taking place or these uh, fights were taking place well and truly into the early morning hours and uh, people decided to have breakfast whilst watching uh, the fights Uh, but it was in 2015 Las Vegas was uh, the destination which hosted the fight of the century and that was between Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao looking in the business sense of things that game or that encounter generated 4.6 million pay-per-view buys and revenues of over 600 million dollars that encounter a lot of people were disappointed with the uh, the fight they're saying that Manny Pacquiao was you know up to no no mark in that encounter Mayweather ended the fight undefeated with a professional record of 47 wins 
couple of years after that. It was closely followed by Conor McGregor challenging Mayweather, Mayweather in the biggest fight in combat sports history. That game, or that encounter, saw 4.3 million pay-per-view buys and Mayweather walked away with a flawless 50-win record after the 10th round technical knockout now a lot of people put question marks on conor mcgregor's uh, intentions uh, but if you walk away with a massive prize purse for coming and even losing that fight you have nothing to complain about certainly okay so let's move on to the world of cricket now there's two names that truly defined this decade and you may agree or disagree with me virat kohli and south africa's ab de villiers uh, were the uh, the fine and best players of the decade and really goes to show that cricket has definitely become a batsman-friendly sport. And where are the bowlers? Well, it's a bit of a question mark. In Virat Kohli, in this decade, India found a champion batsman and a captain has already already become a demigod uh, in the country. Uh, very few players have scored at a as consistent rate as Virat Kohli. Indian skipper is currently the only batsman with a 50-plus average in all three formats of the game. That also includes the T20s. Looking at A.B. De Villiers, with an average of more than 64, De Villiers was arguably among the most consistent batsmen during this period as well. The modern legend did retire from international cricket last year after leaving a lasting impact on uh, cricket fans all over the world. In cricket, we also saw the decade of the Pink Bowl, the first ever day-night night test match was held with the pink ball and was held in Adelaide in November 2015. It was a low-scoring thriller, Australia beating New Zealand by just three wickets on day three, uh, but uh, it is a, conti- is a form that co- it continued in South Asia as well. We saw that first test match being played here in this region. And, uh, of course, it's something to look forward to. Pakistan and Australia played it here in the United Arab Emirates, the day-night test. Is it, a, is it something that is going to get people watching and glued to the screens? Well, you never know. Uh, finally, let's wrap things up with the world of competitions. In 2019, uh, we saw the World Cup winners. Uh, uh, it was England reaching, uh, beating New Zealand in a thrilling Super Over contest to earn the right to lift that t- trophy for the first time. Ben Stokes once again the hero and of course in 2011 we saw India lift uh, the World Cup for the second time uh, in uh, their history and it was also when uh, their legend Sachin Tendulkar retired and a number of big Indian legends uh, who are now ruling uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the cricket board uh, retired at that time as well but look where the world of sports is going indeed another person that we could say in the world of sports Usain Bolt made his mark as the fastest man alive, track and field. And of course, uh, Eliud Kipchoge running the fastest uh, marathon ever and just under two hours as well. One minute, 59, one hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds on the Vienna course. Well, this was the decade in review for us here on Pulse95. If you think there is any other events uh, that do deserve that limelight, get involved on the text lines 4215. Have your say. Omar Aduri will be returning very, very soon as well. And if you've enjoyed uh, the halftime show with myself or would like me to go back to Morning Majlis, do get involved on the text lines 4215 and we speak to you very shortly thank you for tuning in and stay tuned to Pulse95 this is Pulse95 tune in live every Monday Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm 